the blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. And I'm your co-host, Adam Spees. Today, we are joined by two brand-new contenders. In one corner, we have Mr. Nathan McQuinn. Nathan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi. um, Just started listening to your trivia podcast recently. Uh, With the pandemic, I wanted to make sure I was supporting and listening to new trivia things to keep myself sharp and... I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Where are you from? Uh, Butte, Montana. Ooh, I've driven through there. That's about it's a as beautiful much area. It's a gorgeous area. I love the drive. Yes. And I, in the, I would, oh, I would sorry. Sorry say I would always pronounce it but. I'm sorry. Every time. <laughs> First time I drove through, I did that. I, I remember I pulled over, took a photo of the sign, and said. Haha, ha, but. Exactly. So. <laughs> and I just want to throw out that uh, Nathan is a lightweight on our Patreon. I uh, joined our Patreon. We're really excited. Thank you so much, Nathan, for joining Thank us. Thank you. Much appreciated. And in the other corner, we have Mr. Brian, don't call him Troy, McClure. Brian, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Brian. I live outside, right outside the Raleigh, North Carolina area. Um, I work for a medical manufacturer repairing um, chemistry analyzers in hospital laboratories. So I've been traveling around to various hospitals pre and post pandemic or during pandemic and nothing that has changed for me. So Nice. Well, we uh, appreciate what you're doing during this uh, hard time mm-hmm. in the world. Uh, all right, folks, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head to head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If someone answers their question wrong, their opponent has a chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, video games, sports, news and politics, fashion, technology, slang, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you have before answering a three-tiered question, which must have all parts correct in order to score the points. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, Let's uh, let's get to know a little bit more about you, gentlemen. I need to know what is your favorite '70s classic rock song. Favorite classic rock song. I it's what I listen to mostly is classic rock. I think anything by Boston right now at the moment. Anything by Boston, especially their 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 self-named album. Anything off that album is perfection right now. Okay. I've got more than a feeling that, that was a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> The, the years would be killing me in that, but if he's going to go with Boston, I feel I have to kind of go the opposite and go with uh, Carry On My Wayward Son, just because of <laughs> those two are, in my mind, are always linked, um, uh-huh. whether they are or not. That's so. 
Well, uh, a little while ago, Adam and I counted down our top 10 70s classic rock songs. Unfortunately, neither of those made either of our lists, despite the fact that they are both great songs. I will not dispute that. But then again, like most of the rock songs that came out of the 70s were amazing. Like mm-hmm. It was so hard to put together a top 10 list. We could have put a, together a top 50 list, and it yeah. still would have been difficult. Hand, you know, gun to my head, I hate to say it, I got to go with Kansas on yeah. this one. Can't go wrong with that answer. Yeah. So, all right, Brian, you are going to get to pick first in round one. Round one. Okay. um, I'm going to go with movies. Oh, that's me. (laughs) Yeah, that's you. That's your whole job. Uh, I'm going to roll the dice. And your category is the 90s. Or decade. Uh, Not category. Your category is movies because you picked it. Decade is the 90s. All right. Which film is known for its graphic portrayal of war and for its 23-minute-long second scene? Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan is correct. It threw me for a second with the second scene. I was like, I thought that was the opening scene. Uh, yeah, they get you. The opening scene is actually uh, the old Matt Damon in the uh, yep. in the cemetery, although you don't actually know it's Matt Damon until the end, so spoilers. Matt Damon. <laughs> Sorry, every we can't, time I... We can't, I can't mention that name without Adam giving me that. And it never gets old. <laughs> All right, Nathan, what would you like for your category? Ooh, let's see. Let's go with TV. And your decade is going to be the 80s. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you an IMDb synopsis of a TV show, and then I need to give you, ah, need you to give me the name. Okay. Uh, I will tell you that the show ran from 1987 to 1990. When Marcy Bradford dies, she leaves her teenage daughter, Nicole, in the custody of two ex-boyfriends, Michael, a straight-laced and formal man, and Joey, a wild artist. Was that My Two Dads? That was My Two Dads. <laughs> two Dads, good job. Uh, one of them, I believe, the, I believe Michael was played by Paul Reiser. Yes. Oh, yes. Right. Oh, go ahead, Adam. I was, I was just going to say he was a jerk in the Aliens movie. That's all I was going <laughs> to But that's what made him such a jerk in Aliens, because you knew him from that. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, n- Brian, there we go. <laughs> that's a name. That's a name I threw it's, out. It's one of those names. Um, Let's go with video games. Vidja Games and your decade. Is going to be the 70s. Oh, the dreaded 70s video game question. <laughs> Name this arcade game by Atari, originally released in 1976. It simulates an Old West fast draw duel between two players. Oh, this is so familiar. Um, I'm bouncing between two things in my head, and I'm not sure. I'm going to go with Outlaw. Outlaw? is correct wow good call incidentally uh that's actually a game i introduced to my kids and my daughter loves it okay i don't know why i had had a had a game called gunslinger in my head that's what i thought it was going to be but obviously wrong i was going between that and gunsmoke i mean i know gunsmoke was a tv show and it was like but did they would they have called it gunsmoke and i was like i don't ah nice yeah the, I find the 70s video game questions on this show are the hardest, so kudos oh, yeah. on getting that. Yeah. I would not have gotten that one. <laughs> well, the, the one positive about those is there's a very limited 
uh, games to go through. At yeah. least like the 80s or the 90s, there's a plethora that we can we can find some questions on. But it, I will say doing some of the research and finding questions can get tough on a couple of those 80s. For me, particularly 80s tech, 80s or sorry, 70s tech, 70s video games and 70s food. I always have the most trouble finding mm. and researching those uh, those questions. Yeah, I have trouble answering those questions. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Nathan, pick a category and let's see how you do. Let's try music. All right. Music. And your decade is the 80s. 80s. Okay. All right. This is a dramatic reading. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm going to give you the lyrics of a song, and you have to tell me what the name of the song is. This here's a tale for all the fellas trying to do what those ladies tell us. Get shot down because you're overzealous. Play hard to get. Females get jealous. Hmm. I thought I was getting better at these type of questions. There's another podcast where they do dramatic readings and, and whatnot with song lyrics, and I've been getting better at them, but this is not ringing a bell. Could you read the lyrics one more time? Sure. Thank you. This here's a tale for all the fellas trying to do what those ladies tell us. Get shot down because you're overzealous. Play hard to get. Females get jealous. For some reason, the only thing coming out of my head is bust a move. Bust a move is correct. Oh, that's just yes. bust a move. You want it. You got it. There you go. <laughs> that was a pull. That, that, the, that second ta- the second time, for some reason, something clicked. I couldn't quite put it together, but that's what came to my brain. Nice. Adam, can you give us a rendition? Uh, well, I was trying. Not without the lyrics in front of you? Well, I, I, let me pull them back up. <laughs> this here's a tale for all the fellas trying to get with those ladies tell us. She, I have, I've screwed up the rest. You already messed it up. <laughs> I already messed it up, but it's a Don't just song. stand there, bust a move. Yeah, You should do it like in the Brian Williams accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. All right. Speaking of Brian, it's your turn to pick a category. Uh, let's go with slang. Ooh. Slang. And your decade is the 70s. I don't know why you said it like that, Adam. I don't know. Slang. Sorry, what was the decade? <laughs> 70s. Okay. <laughs> In the 70s, a radar range was a common term for what hu- household item? Okay, say that again. Sure. In the 70s, a radar range was a common term for what household item? Radar range in the 70s. Household item. Remote control? Remote control is incorrect. Nathan, can you steal? Oh, well, I'm thinking radar in the 70s. And the two that came to my head that used radar would be like the antennas of a TV or radio. I'm going to, I know they use like rabbit ears and stuff. So I'm going to go with TV. TV is also incorrect. So, uh, John, I have a theory as to how you came upon this question. Oh, yes. Um, we have an upcoming episode on our Blast From Our Past podcast where we watched a 1980 film airplane, and they say, check the radar range. And they cut to a guy who's in the uh, air traffic controller. He pops open a microwave oh. to see what is cooking inside. So I'm pretty sure that's where you got that question, huh? That is exactly where I got that question. I did research it to make sure that it was correct. And yes, radar range was a common term for a microwave. Oh, wow. Mm. Never heard that one. 
I've seen the airplane out how many times, but I don't think I ever, I wouldn't have pulled that one. Airplane's one of those ones where you could watch it several times and catch all these little jokes that go Mm -hmm. through. Plus, a lot of them are kind of dated, so if you don't know the reference, it can be hard to pull them. Yeah, and it's it's up here behind me. Ah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Adam, I'm lost. Whose turn is it? Uh, it is Nathan's. All right. Let's try tech. Trying tech. Tech trying. Well, you're going to try in the 80s, sir. Okay, I'm getting all the 80s questions. Okay. In 1982, Sony released the first handheld what? Panasonic won the format war, though. Sony released what in 82? Panasonic won. Panasonic. I'm going to go with... VHS tape? VHS tape is incorrect. Oh. Ryan, can you steal? I'm going to go with a handheld video camera. Yeah. Video camera or camcorder is <sighs> correct. Oh. Yeah. And they actually, released, they actually released it in Betamax, and then Panasonic released it in VHS oh. two, about two years later, and they won the format war on that one. Right. <sighs> All right, Brian gets the steal and gets to pick his category. Let's go with food. Mm, food. I just had some of that. Uh, but you're going to be going way back to the 70s for your food. Oh, oh, oh. Every time it's the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Toastum rolled out this brand of toaster snacks in the 70s, which sort of looked like real pastries. All we can say is bitter. But all we can say is what? Bitter. Oh, okay. I'm drawing a blank on this one. I got, I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing is incorrect. Nathan, can you steal? Oh, boy. As much as I love food, I do not know a lot about it. Um, toast them. Bitter. I'm trying to think what that clue is. Bitter. Um, toasters. I don't have an answer either. This is a hard one. All right, yeah, I I tried to give a a, a really obvious flavor text. I, Adam, I know you're gonna get it, but well, but, well, because Bitter's German, yeah, yes, and so it means we're welcome. But I in my head, well, you you don't know I'm gonna get it because I might screw this up. It's true. Um, but I lean strudel. Strudel is kind of German, so I lean towards toaster strudel. Is that correct? No. Oh, <laughs> well then, screw <laughs> your hint and screw this game. I'm done. Flip it over. I'm out of here. Uh, well, in German, when you say bitter, what are you usually responding to? Danke. Danke. They were called Danke. Oh. Never heard of them. Yeah. I hadn't either. The 70s food questions are almost as bad as the 70s video game questions. (laughs) If not worse. Yes. Which is why I like including them. (laughs) But it was a 70s food question that did not involve Jello. I'm surprised. (laughs) (laughs) I try to go away from the Jello questions for a while, and then we'll come back inevitably. All right, where are we? Uh, we are on Nathan. Nathan, that's let's, right. Let's go with news and politics. Ooh. News and politics, and your decade is going to be the 90s. Okay. All right. In August of 1995, businessman Steve Fawcett became the first person to cross the Pacific Ocean solo in what vehicle? Was he the one that did it in a hot air balloon? Hot air balloon 
is correct. All right. I'm not sure how I remembered that, but that name was in my brain somewhere. Good okay. I don't know if I could stand being in a hot air balloon for that long by myself. Why won't you go to the bathroom? <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> the world is your bathroom, David. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Left, left we have uh, fashion and sports, it looks like. All right. Okay, we're going to go with sports. Going with sports. And your decade is the 70s. Of course it is. <laughs> this 1973 Triple Crown winner is considered by many to be the greatest racehorse of all time. That would be Secretariat. That would be Secretariat. Yeah. I lived in Louisville for 12 years, so... Oh, very nice. Probably can't escape those names. Yeah, they would they would have hunted me down and <laughs> slaughtered me if I missed that one. Yep. All <laughs> right. I've been wanting to move to go to Kentucky only because I've gotten really into like whiskey tasting and there's just so many good oh, choices. So many good dis- fabulous. Yeah. I yeah. got I want to make that trip at some point. All right, Nathan, you are left with fashion. Adam, okay. what's his decade gonna be? And the decade will be the seventies. Oh, finish off yeah. round one. <laughs> well, on the plus side, we should have a lot fewer seventies questions. Yeah. Well yeah, no, that wasn't that bad. We only had five. Half of the half of the questions were 70s. That's not terrible. Okay. All right. I apologize. I'm going to butcher the beginning of this. Okay. Zara Maximed Kabdulmajid is a Somali fashion model, actress, and entrepreneur who got her start modeling for Vogue in 1976. What name is this Stardust model known by? You know what I think? Think I, um, I think I know a little bit about her, but I can't pull the name. And I don't want to say too much. I don't think I have an answer. I, I can't pull it. All right, Brian, can you steal? I'm drawing it because I feel that Stardust is the clue. I'm thinking Stardust the movie, but that came out later. But I'm, I don't think it's her. No, I can't. Is that the movie with uh, Robert De Niro in it? Yes. Start? Oh, that looks so bad. Yeah, he, he's the cross-dressing pirate. Oh, yeah. It's, it, that's a fabulous movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I know something about her, but I just I, I don't know the name. And I, yeah. yeah. Except I think uh, the Stardust movie was like 90s or 2000s, because I want to yeah. say it was maybe Owen McGregor. I mean, like, it's not yeah. that old of a movie. Yeah, I think the clue is that this is the wife, uh, or was the wife of David Bowie, and I can't pull that name if I remember right. Uh, that's exactly what the favorite <sighs> text was for. It was the wife of uh, David Bowie oh. right at the point when he died, and her name is Iman. Iman. Oh! Yeah, if I would have known David Bowie, I, I would have got that. But I, for some reason, I didn't think she was. I knew she was. It was somewhere in Africa. I didn't think it was Somal. Okay. Okay. All right, Adam. That's the end of round one. What is our scores? Uh, we've got a pretty good nail biter right here. Brian took the slight edge. It is uh, Brian has 40 and Nathan has 30. All right. Well, let's see how they do in round two. Round two. All right. So Brian got to pick his category first in round one. So Nathan, you will pick for Brian first in round two. Yeah, this is tricky because this is my first time knowing him. So I don't know what his strengths or weaknesses are. Um. I'm going to stick with and give him food, though. Okay. And his decade will be the 80s. 
All right. Name this Cajun TV cook and humorist who hosted a long-running PBS show called Louisiana Cooking. I guarantee. I knew the catchphrase. Uh, uh, I feel like I know what letter it starts with, but no, I can't. I don't, I don't have it. I know If you would have asked me the catchphrase, I knew the catchphrase. <laughs> I don't know his name. <laughs> All right, Nathan, can you steal? Oh, the only, you do the accent. The only thing I'm thinking about is the an old Simpsons episode where they did a TV show, a spinoff in New Orleans. And oh, I think that might have been a close actor to that. I, I can't pull it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, this was a little bit of a tough one. Uh, his name was Justin Wilson. Oh, yeah. our dad, our dad watched so much Cajun cooking when we were younger, like that name and his his look with his with his uh, uh, suspenders and that kind of stuff. <clears throat> just that old guy, uh, I guarantee it's just stuck in our head. For, it's stuck in my head forever. <laughs> well, it, thankfully, when you said his name, it, that wasn't what it even coming close okay. to. So I feel better there. But yeah, I just remember yeah. the catchphrase, though. Yeah, I, rem- I was thinking yeah. some kind of French name, but mm-hmm. I remember John at one point, I think it was either for Christmas or maybe a birthday. I got dad a Justin Wilson cookbook uh-huh. and I was so excited about it because I relate Justin Wilson to our dad. And I was like, hey, dad, here's the cookbook. And he was like, thanks. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm so excited to give this to you. Why, <laughs> Why aren't you as excited to get it? <laughs> but anyway, our dad's not uh, emotional. <laughs> <laughs> That's not entirely true. Oh yeah. All right, uh, Brian, you're gonna pick for Nathan. Um, we'll go with we'll give him fashion. Oh, I thought we were friends. (laughs) (laughs) Your decade is gonna be the '90s. Okay. All right. This brand of underwear and related apparel, founded by Nicholas Graham, pioneered the concept of the novelty hanging underwear. Novelty hanging underwear. Obviously, I don't know enough about underwear. The only thing I can think of that's coming to my head is I'm not a fashion person. Um, I'm going to say Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret is incorrect. Brian, can you seal? Yeah, can you read that one more time, please? Sure. This brand of underwear and related apparel founded by Nicholas Graham pioneered the concept of novelty hanging underwear this, this brand yeah i'm just oh the brand um nope uh the only thing i can come up with this is like uh, you think the novelty you seem like the like the breach like with the elephant trunk but i couldn't even tell you the brand <laughs> of that <laughs> um, yeah so elephant trunk uh elephant trunk is incorrect uh, you would often find, if you find pictures of uh, the founder, Nicholas Graham, he's often standing in a pair of his own underwear, usually the ones with the yellow smiley face on them. They were called Joe Boxer. Oh. Oh. Okay. okay. Apparently, I'm the only one who remembers Joe Boxer. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I remember no I re- yeah, I remember it. Yeah, I just, I never even knew the name. Yeah. Like the... Yeah. And the yeah. phrase novelty hanging underwear really threw me through a loop as it, well. That's the way that it was described, so I, I didn't want to change their okay. own description of it. Fair enough. All right. I believe Nathan is picking for Brian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go slang. 
All right. And your decade is going to be the eight. No, no, 90s. I can math. <laughs> I can math. Gene Armour Polly, a librarian, is credited with coining what radical online term? What radical online term? I feel like I've heard this. Um, surfing the web. Surfing the web is correct. Good grab. Good job. I'd like to give a shout out to the ladies over at Misinformation, who I learned that from when they did a whole episode on uh, Gene Polly and, and all nice. the terms of the Internet. Very cool. And I want to say it, maybe it was from there or somebody connected. Maybe it was like her son-in-law is like the, uh, or her, one of has one the of the thing that like he doesn't have fingerprints. Oh, something weird. And, and, I, if, <laughs> and if I'm completely wrong and I'm. I'm slandering somebody i apologize but i felt like it was somebody connected to that that was related to her i feel like it was an in-law that was related to her that's interesting i have no idea all right where are we adam uh brian gets to pick for nathan all right okay um let's give nathan tech give it nathan tech and you are giving him 90s tech hopefully that redeems some friendship there yeah <laughs> <laughs> Launched in 1997 during the dial-up internet era, this company offered DVDs mailed straight to one's home, which the user could select in an online queue. 97? Is that too early for... I think... I mean, it might... I'm going to say Netflix, even though I think it might be too early. Netflix is correct. Uh Well done. Good job. Now, the first thing that I think of is when you get sent discs and online AOL online is the first thing that pops in my head. Cause we got so many discs and you, you don't even know what to do. You start like skeet shooting them because you have so many. Yeah. Writing. As he was ask, asking the question, I wrote down AOL as my first response. Yeah. Yeah. 300 free hours. Yeah. <laughs> I used to use them as coasters. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Uh, all right. All right. Nathan, you were picking for Brian. You know, he was nice to me on the tech. I'm going to give him video games. I think he picked that early last time. So, Well, well how cordial. Everybody's yeah. feeling good <laughs> right now. Uh, and it's going to be 80s video games. All right. This racing game, created in 1982 by Namco, was the best-selling arcade game of 1983 and is considered arguably the most important racing game ever made. You said it was by Namco? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I'm thinking I know what I would say would be the most important racing game. I just didn't think Namco made it. Early eighty. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with pole position. Pole position is correct. Ha. Oh wow. I didn't think it was Namco, but I will definitely take that. Yeah. We de- there's definitely an arcade version of uh, pole position on our roller rink, right, John? That we. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's a lot of our a lot of our nostalgic gaming that wasn't you know uh, Nintendo was from the arcade that we had our at our roller rink man so many good times our 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 school would take us there or our daycare would take us there the uh, coming roller rink yes yes we are from coming Georgia terrible name for a town um, but <laughs> spelled great. exactly the way you yeah, think it shouldn't the worst way is spe- it could be spelled is the way it's spelled um, yeah we had a rolling rink like in the well like the bigger town than where I grew up at, but there were too many 
like I want to say the sheriff's daughter was murdered there, and there was like all, and so it was like it just, yeah, you just you never wanted to go. It was, yeah. That took and this a dark was a turn. peaceful town where like like <laughs> nothing really happened. It was like except there, that was all right dangerous. All right, well, uh, Brian, what do you want to give Nathan? Yeah, how are you gonna follow that up? <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna give Nathan sports. And decade will be the 80s. The first two women to win this race, Libby Riddles and Susan Butcher, did so back-to-back in 1985 and 1986. Can you say the two women's names again? Sure. Libby Riddles and Susan Butcher. Sports is my weakest category by far. Um, I'm trying to think right now. Let's just stick with the first thing that came to my head, just a so I can say something. Um, New York City Women's Marathon. Mar- New York City Marathon. New York City Marathon is incorrect. Brian, can you steal? Oh. This is one of those things where, like, I feel like I'm usually confident in sports. And then you get some, I'm not going to say just off the wall, but very random. And it's like not one of the like four majors and then it's like okay i don't know anything <laughs> um the first two women to win this race because i really don't think the boston marathon is split up into men's and women so to win it um i'm gonna go more obscure i'm gonna go with the iditarod iditarod is correct whoa <sighs> oh. I I never would have guessed that. What a pull, man! <laughs> I, I was just no like, real what flavor other... text. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never heard of them. Um, but yeah, okay. Cool. All right, you got the steal, Nathan. How are you gonna try and trip him up? Uh, let's go with news and politics. All right, and the decade will be the '80s. Korean Airlines Flight 007 flew from New York City to Seoul via Anchorage, Alaska, on September 1st, 1983. It was shot down by fighter jets when it mistakenly mistakenly flew through whose airspace? And this was in '83. That's correct. Um, I'm gonna go with Russia or the Soviet Union. Uh, Soviet Union, I guess, at the time for '80. Soviet Union is correct. Okay. I just looked up to the Dunka toaster strudels. I, I'd eat that. <laughs> That's it. Uh, that's all I wanted to say. Are they still made? <laughs> I do not think so. They, no. They look very old. <laughs> okay, now we're getting down into the last bit of the strategy here. Because I'm I'm picking for Nathan, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, you are. Um, we, movies, music, and TV is what we've got left. Okay, we're going to give him music. And the decade will be the 90s. 90s music, okay. All right. In 1995, this pop icon fulfilled a fantasy by writing, producing, and singing backup on a grunge rock album for a band named Chick. I don't know the answer, except I'm thinking fantasy might be a hint, and I think that was an album by Mariah Carey. So I'm going to say Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey is correct. Yeah. It's right. a sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. 
I have a coworker that hates her so much, so I've been listening to her quite a bit. So just out of spite. Awesome. And I'll make sure she listens to this so she knows. Yeah. Oh, so. well, she's she's already a listener. We all know this. <laughs> all right, good poll by Nathan, and now you got to give a category to Brian. Let's go TV. Okay. And the decade is the '70s. The Jeffersons was a spinoff of what '70s show? Just running through my head and make sure that I've got it. It's um All in the Family. All in the Family is correct. Yep. Just making sure I wasn't conflating something in my mind in the rush to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of spinoffs with that show, so yeah. Yes. Uh, what do we got left, Adam? We've got movies for Nathan, and the decade is going to be the 70s. Oh. I can't believe it. Nathan didn't want to give me movies with, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. the visual. All the DVDs behind you. <laughs> All right. Blazing Saddles is considered one of the best comedies in movie history and is listed number six on AFI's 100 Best Comedies list. In the movie, what was the last name of everybody in the town of Rockridge? I'm going to say something very unpopular, and that is that I've never actually seen Blazing Saddles. Whoa! Uh, yeah, it's on my list. I, I just saw Airplane for the first time a couple years ago. Hey, I, I I'm missed, with you! <laughs> I missed some of these movies growing up. Um, you're breaking my heart over here. <laughs> so I'm going to essentially give him a free point because I'm going to make up a name and just say Anderson. Anderson is incorrect. All right, Brian, can you steal? Okay, well, you're not giving me a free point. That is that is a great question and not – as you're reading, I'm coming up with all different things. The last name was never on that list <laughs> What I was coming up with. The last name – Everybody in Rock Ridge. We'll we'll pull out, see if we can't get a lucky Johnson. We'll go with Johnson. No idea. Johnson is correct. Wow. (laughs) The time the lucky Johnson works. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that that was that was straight luck. If you notice, anytime they talk to each other, they call each other by their full names. And they, their last name is always Johnson. All right, Adam, that was the end of round two, correct? That is the end of round two. All right, what's our score? All right, Brian really pulled away in this round. It's not a, a runaway just yet because it could get tied up or you never know what's going to happen with wagering. Uh, Brian's at 100 and Nathan's at 50. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. Final round. So you're going to make your wagers based on the category, the FIFA World Cup. I've got mine written down. Got mine written down. Okay. All right. I need you to tell me what countries made the top four in the World Cup the most times in each of our decade, meaning what country made the top four the most times in the 70s, what the most times in the 80s, and the most times in the 90s. Now we'll give you some hints. Uh, In the 70s, it was one country from South America that made the Final Four three times. In the 80s, it was two countries. I don't need both. I just need one. Two countries, both from Europe. They were right next to each other, and one of them doesn't exist anymore. And in the 90s, it's two countries, one from Europe, one from South America. 
And again, I don't need both. I just need one from each decade. And while our contestants are thinking, we are here to remind you, check out our Patreon. Uh, if you want to be a contestant, just like Nathan, jump on in uh, and join our Patreon for any of our uh, different tiers that we've got. We'd love to have you. Uh, also, check out everything on the Blast From Our Past Network, uh, particularly Blast From Our Past. If you like the sound of mine and John's voice talking about old school stuff, then you should absolutely check that out and check out the other ones. They're okay, too. I've got mine written down. I've got something written down. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Nathan, as you were behind, why don't you give us your answers? Okay. These are just complete guesses. Um, I know very little about soccer. Luckily, I know geography, so I can name countries. Um, but does <laughs> not mean step. that these aren't correct. Um, so for the first one, um, for some reason, I just picked Argentina. I was between two countries. That was one of them. Second one, um, you said that they were both in Europe. One didn't exist. I'm thinking, okay, the two countries I know that came firsthand were Yugoslavia and East Germany. Um, so I went with East Germany. And then um, for the 90s, for some reason, I put Brazil. Okay. And Brian. Okay, for the 70s, um, I put Brazil. Um, I feel... I feel like that's when Pele was playing. It may have been the 80s, but I felt like that was the 70s. Um, for the 80s, um, I went Germany. I wrote down West Germany. Um, Did I get the wrong one? And then the 90s, I was a toss-up. I was going for Europe. Um, between Italy, I chose Italy. All right. Uh, in the 70s, uh, making the Final Four three times was indeed Brazil. Brazil. Hua. Uh, in the 80s, uh, Nathan, I think you misheard me. Uh, I said uh, only one of the countries doesn't exist anymore, oh. not both of them. Uh, they were France and West Germany. I got the wrong Germany. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and in the 90s, the one from South America was Brazil. They made it twice. And the other country was Italy. Woohoo! So, well, we have no, no drama. Yeah, no drama here, but no let's find here. out what uh, our final scores are. Nathan, what did you wager? As soon as you said uh, the World Cup, I put zero, just because <laughs> I do not do sports. Fair enough. All right, Brian, what did you wager? And I know nothing, or, or well, I thought I knew nothing about yeah. soccer, but <laughs> champions bet zero. Uh, yeah. So I, wow. I stuck with that. All right, Adam, what is our final score? Yeah, making my job particularly easy on that last <laughs> bit, not having to do any addition or subtraction, even though one person got it right, one person got it wrong. Uh, with a final score of 100 to 50, Brian McClure is our winner. Woo. Congratulations. Thank you, Brian. That was a fun game. Thank you. Yep. Yes, it was. Thanks. Good. It was a very fun game. Gentlemen, thank you so much uh, for joining us. I want to give you just a, a second or two to make any... Uh, shout outs or anything you want to do. Uh, we'll start with Nathan. Um, well, I think the obvious thing is, you know, please keep wearing a mask, uh, be safe. Um, but I think the other thing is, like I said in the introduction, is with a lot of pubs closed and trivia not able to be done, you know, do what you can to support people doing those jobs, including yours, um, to make sure that when we're able to go out and do full pub trivia again, uh, we can go do that. All right. And Brian. Um. Yeah, same thing. Just everybody stay safe um, and reach out and talk to somebody. You keep in mind of other friends that you always talk to. If they're the ones who are always reaching out to you, 
reach out to them. Um, it makes a difference. So just, uh, you know, it's been a trying year for a lot of people, introverts and extroverts. The, the, it's been a long year for everyone. And so, um, yeah, remember those people that always reach out to you. Reach out to them and say hi to them. All right, well said. All right, that's Adam. I'm John, and this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com backslash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on the podcast platform you're listening to. And we'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia.